Hi, this is Resically Witless, and I'm Colin McCurley. So, I'm painting the picture of the situation leading up to the time that the dispute between myself and my landlord escalated to the point where I saw fit to make a complaint to the Civil and Administrative Tribunal of New South Wales, commonly known as NCAT. Um, I had two problems with the flat I just moved into, but I'd moved in in the middle of COVID. Uh, I was pretty concerned about the whole thing, um, being a fat old man. Uh, I was significantly challenged by the imminent threat of mortality. So I was taking the whole thing pretty seriously. Uh, that was something of a distraction along with the fact that earning a living during this period was uh, not what you would call easy. Um, and yeah, there were challenges. So I might not have been paying as much attention to the uh, the details of my accommodation uh, as I should have been. Um, but eventually, uh, after I'd been there for a year, more than a year, the landlord prompted me by, you guessed it, telling me that they were going to raise the rent in a new lease. So I was pretty happy with the place, um, but I wanted these issues sorted out. And, um, yeah, I was intending to apply whatever leverage I had. So that was something of a mistake. Um, well, this is my first mistake uh, in this whole mess. Um, and this is how it started. Um, I received the notification that they wanted me to sign a new lease. Now putting the, the rent up. Uh, so I responded to uh, the then property manager, Anthony Bizanis, um, although for some reason, uh, oh yeah, the person before had been named Alex, and I don't know, I wrote him an email on the 6th of September 2021, hi Alex, thanks for your email and my apologies for failing to respond sooner. I thought you'd have a lot on your plate, so I'd leave it until you had some time to get across your new workload. I didn't get a chance to raise a couple of things with Alex before she left. I am pretty happy with the flat overall, and I'd like to stay on indefinitely, but there are two specific problems I'd like to ask the landlord to do something about before committing to a new lease. The first problem is mostly about the clothes dryer in the kitchen. The hot air pumped out by the dryer causes condensation in the kitchen which then makes any cooking residue on the ceilings and walls and then runs down the walls leaving unsightly dried droplets of dirt. I'm hoping the landlord will agree to install an exhaust fan in the kitchen. An exhaust fan would also help with the associated issue of smoke from cooking on the stovetop, sometimes triggering the smoke alarm in the hallway because the kitchen door isn't there anymore. The second problem is the hot water tank. 
The landlord replaced the hot water tank just after I moved in because the old tank was full of brown algae. It was great that they installed a new tank, but it is only a 50 litre tank, which makes it impossible for me to have a bath. The bath was one reason I chose the flat in the first place, so it is very frustrating not to be able to use it. So the second request is that the tank be replaced with a 100 litre tank. Could you ask the landlord if they would make those two improvements? If the landlord is not prepared to make those improvements, then I think I would prefer to stay on to stay on a month-to-month basis. I haven't looked at the rental market, so I have to figure out if these two problems are significant enough to motivate me to move. I also haven't looked at the rental market to assess if I think the rent increase is appropriate. Obviously, if the landlord is prepared to fix those two problems, I'm going to be much more likely to accept the rent increase rather than move. There are a lot of good things about the flat and the neighbours are really great, so along with not wanting to move house again if I can avoid it, I'd really like to sort these things out. Sorry, I write long emails. Could you ask the landlord about my requests and let me know? Thanks, Colin. So... Here's the mistake. A tenant in New South Wales is essentially powerless unless they have an enforceable written rental agreement. My thinking was of a prior age when tenants had some influence in the rental market um, because the associated loss of income and expense of finding a new tenant if a current tenant moved out, was some sort of prompt, some motivation uh, to a landlord to take action to keep their current tenants. Um, Now, this is clearly a mistake. Uh, What I should have done is raise the objections, queried the rent, pushed... Um, to have my objections dealt with uh, and if they weren't sign the lease and then revert to the Residential Tenancies Act for the remedies that the Act provides to tenants in this situation. The reason for the mistake in large part was because I was ignorant of the provisions of the Residential Tenancies Act I had formed the impression over time that tenants were relatively powerless in terms of what they could do to compel a landlord to act reasonably uh, with regard to the tenancy. Um, That's largely the motivation for this whole podcast. Um, The podcast is about talking through the mistakes I've made in dealing with this particular dispute and talking in rather more depth about the understanding that I've developed with regard to the Residential Tenancies Act and the Civil and Administrative Tribunal Act and the NCAT itself. Um, There's a lot coming. Uh, This has been going on for six months I'm doing these uh, episodes in 10-minute bites. Uh, So it's going to be interesting for me, at least, to see how 
the process of retelling this story might actually both increase my understanding um, of the whole situation between landlords and tenants in New South Wales and hopefully be a benefit to tenants um, insofar as we're now living in this horrendous uh, rental market. So there's now going to be a premium on tenants understanding how to keep uh, their current tenancy and to extract reasonable behaviour out of landlords who think the whole game is tilted uh, irretrievably towards them. Um, the optimist in me uh, looks at the new Labor government's commitment to do away with the kind of no-fault eviction notice that got me into this mess in the first place. But the new Premier has already announced he's not going to look at rental caps. So um, there is a perennial problem uh, with the Labor Party in New South Wales being too attuned to the interests and demands of people with money. Um, hopefully uh, the reality of the democratic preponderance of tenants as potential swing voters is going to become one of the more dominant features of the New South Wales political landscape. And certainly it's my intention that in the not-too-distant future, the average tenant in New South Wales is going to know everything they need to know to enforce their rights under the law in this state.